where you are deserving of a healthier profession. This system needs to be different for you to thrive as a nurse and you can be a part of that. Suddenly there's this whole other side of the profession that you can get creative and play in and you deserve to do that. Hey, fellow nurses, welcome to the best place for you to learn all about nurse coaching. I'm Heather. And I'm Peter. We're co-founders of the Nurse Coach Collective, where we've helped thousands of nurses find more freedom and fulfillment by training them to become board-certified nurse coaches. If you want to help your patients prevent, treat, and reverse disease through holistic lifestyle coaching. If you want something more from your nursing practice, then head on over to nursecoachcollective.com. Together, we're transforming healthcare one conversation at a time. But for now, let's jump into today's episode. All right, nurses and nurse coaches, welcome back to the Nurse Coach Collective podcast. I'm your host, Peter Giza, and today I am here with the amazing Christina Bosworth. She is a board-certified nurse coach, a wife, a mom of four, and a disruptor of the status quo. Christina owns her own private coaching business, supporting nurses in mainstream healthcare roles to experience more fulfillment in their lives. She also consults with healthcare organizations and nursing colleges to create a coaching culture to impact the way nurses live and work by decreasing burnout and improving retention. Needless to say, she is a busy nurse coach. And Christina, I am grateful that you're here with me today. Thanks for taking the time. I'm super, super stoked to have the opportunity to connect with you here. Yeah. Thanks, Peter. Really exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Let's start, um, I think at the beginning, you know, I'm super stoked to talk about what it is that you're doing as a nurse coach and like all of these amazing things that you're up to, because I know you always have your hands in a variety of projects at the same time. And I love your energy. Um, you know, I, I've known you for un- many years at this point, but I think for the listeners and for the nurses, nurse coaches out there, it'd be really helpful to know a little bit about your background as a nurse and like how that led you to nurse coaching. Like what was the path to get you there? So I'm actually a third generation nurse, which is something I'm super proud of. I, you know, my mom, my grandmother, uh, always looked up to them loved the work they did and it just felt right. It was the right path. Uh, I got into nursing and my first job was incredible. It was the best work family. I was working inpatient oncology, uh, medical oncology at a smaller community hospital in my hometown here in New York. And um, it was awesome. Nine years in to my career, I was expecting my second child. My husband and I were expecting our second. And I needed to go from night shift to day shift. I went to the ICU. And boy, life was different in that uh, arena of healthcare. I suddenly started questioning a lot more. And burnout for the first time in my almost 10-year career was really hitting. Um, So I, you know, stuck it out for my training for about four months, went on maternity leave. And I can remember being up, it was like two o'clock in the morning. I was up with my daughter and on my phone, you know, I'm doing the scroll. I'm like, what can you do as a nurse? <laughs> and the Nurse Coach Collective popped up. So I went through the application process. You know, I had the most powerful call with Heather and she waitlisted me. And I was um. like, 
oh no <laughs> okay <laughs> for the first time i felt seen and heard and validated in my experience as a nurse and i didn't feel crazy for wanting more for myself and my career so after that call with heather waitlisted for a future collective you know the collective had been sold out at that point so i applied to a couple other they never felt right. And I'm literally, it's a Friday night. I have until midnight to claim a spot in another program. And I'm like pushing it. I'm like, man, I'm like, just something doesn't feel right. And I get this text message from Heather. And she's like, hey, Christina, a spot Boom. opened up. Class starts on <laughs> Sunday. Do you want it? And I'm like, yes. I forgot about all this. It's in. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there I was four years ago. I actually, this week is my four-year graduation week from the collective. No kidding. Congrats. Happy, yeah. happy four years. <laughs> Thanks. And it's been like a wild ride. And now I have two more children. I have four children now, six years old, four and a half, two, and my youngest is six months. Awesome. I want to back up before I kind of jump into some of a, a lot of that there. So when you transitioned from oncology to ICU, what was it? What was it about that shift that you were like, whoa? Like what, what made you experience that sensation of like, whoa, what's going on here? Toxic work culture, I think was the biggest one. Um, you know, I am now learning a brand new specialty and uh, I didn't feel a sense of team. Then I started seeing these patients that were coming in, you know, in the oncology world, they came in for a very specific reason. In this realm, it was like frequent recurrence. And there was never any promotion of a quality of life. It was, hey, let's, you know, give the meds, give the meds and move the bed, Uh, get them out, you know, and then it was like a week later, they're coming back in, transferring either from back from the unit we sent them to or coming in from home. So I just like started to realize, wow, there's like a whole new world. There's a whole nother world of healthcare, and it's not right not right and it's wearing down nurses and so now I'm feeling it on both ends I'm feeling it from being a nurse and uh, working with colleagues who appeared burnt out uh, and then seeing what's going on on the patient side and the lack of quality of life that there was and I really started questioning the system for the first time in my career I had a similar experience when I went from ER to cardiovascular ICU and had that had that same moment. Almost it, it was like almost the same amount of time. It was like four months in, and I started to have those exact same kind of questions. So that's interesting that it sometimes takes like a shift from somewhere where maybe you're really comfortable, or you know, like in oncology, I imagine it's like it's very specific, like you said, you know. And then you move and you see you start to see like some of these people coming in for some of these chronic conditions. You're like starts to really, really inspire questions. So that's right. fascinating, actually, that we kind of had a similar trajectory in that way. Also, I think it's fantastic that you are third generation nurse. That's pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's something I'm super proud of. You go through this transition, you're scrolling, and you, you discover Nurse Coach Collective, and then you have this call with Heather. Um, what happened on that call that shifted things for you and made it so so urgent for you to become a nurse coach in that moment in time? Yeah. You know, I was talking to Heather just like you and I are right now, but in real time, right? Telling her everything 
that I didn't, here I am on maternity leave telling her everything I didn't want to return to. She suddenly created this experience of like, well, you are deserving of a healthier profession. The system needs to be different for you to thrive as a nurse and you can be a part of that. And it was like she opened up this fire inside me that always existed that I was always trying to hide, I think. And suddenly it was okay to be who I was and lean into that, get to know that flame and just do something with it. It was like she introduced me to the art of the profession in one conversation. Like suddenly there's this whole other side of the profession that you can get creative and play in and you deserve to do that. And like I said, I think it's, you know, that third generation nurse in me, I needed this profession just as much as it needed me because it felt right. So suddenly she made it feel right again. Like she she heard what I was saying and flipped it for me exactly the way I needed her to. So this fire, right? It's been four years, four years-ish um, since graduating, little over four years, like since having that conversation, right? So how has that fire like what you've been doing, like what you what you've been doing with that flame, like how has it shown up for you, and how has it been like this avenue for you to continue to step even more fully into like, I guess that fullest, I can't remember the exact words that you used, but like that more fullness of who you are, and like that deeper expression of who Christina Bosworth, nurse, nurse coach is. Yeah, so you know, four years puts me as a pre-COVID nurse coach right? The world was different four years ago. And so my focus was different. COVID was this incredible season of life for the nursing profession to highlight all of the gaps. And it was like, here, I was so passionate about creating my career to be in alignment to what I knew to be true. And then I was like, wow, Look at all the holes in the, in the profession that the system kind of created in the profession. This is where I belong. I belong recreating the profession for other nurses so that they never feel the way I did. How do we bring this holistic aspect of nursing into mainstream healthcare so that nurses are deserving of the profession that they want? And so are patients, right? Patients are deserving of the health and wellness that they desire. Uh, so I just followed that route. I was like, yeah, let's bring this into mainstream. So I started coaching nurses. I started wanting to support my own people, the people that spoke the same language. And I really wanted to turn that cathartic conversation, that cathartic culture that we're so used to, right, in the profession and turn it into something that we can still express and feel validated about our experience, but like build on to something better. I really started to realize that, hey, nurses can tear down the system, but we can also build it back up. So I love how you're putting that, um, how there's still a way to kind of like have that cathartic release and that like expression of like how intense nursing can be and all the things that are wrong inside of it. But also there's ways to have those conversations in more meaningful like meaningful and productive uh, manners. So you've used this fire to um, support nurses. Like, 
I guess make it real for us. You know, what is on on has your practice look like? Like, what does it look like in this moment in time, and how is that different from maybe when you were first getting started? So right now, I have some one-on-one uh, private clients and a couple uh, two groups going. Uh, mainstream nurses who are summer leaders seeking to create. Uh, you know, they're, they're that middle management role. So they're feeling the pressure from the staff under them and, you know, the pressure from above. Um, they're seeking yeah, to step role. into that. It's so tough. It's incredible. But these nurses, you know, they're so burnt out, but they still have hope because they want it. They want their career means something to them. Uh, so we're working through life. I mean, we're just talking about how we're showing up in life and how that bring comes into our profession to connect deeper to the human on the other receiving the other side of our care to connect to each other as staff to really recognize the person inside the nurse so i focus on three different areas i focus on the client right the patients that we're taking care of uh, we talk about them. We talk about our worldview. But before we get there, we talk about who is the nurse as a person and who is the nurse in her role, his or her role. Uh, so we focus on those three areas as we move forward towards whatever their professional goal is, um, always bringing in their personal life. So I've built my practice up, um, leverage, you know, working in, in that role and, um, now I'm trying to get into the healthcare system, bring, bringing this into the organizations. So I had for the past 10 months been under mentorship after mentorship from hospital leaders, nurse leaders, um, connecting with the AHNA, the AHNCC. I needed to learn the language, the passion, the art to figure out how does holism align in mainstream. So now I'm talking to the colleges and some local hospitals about what this looks like. And we are having these roundtable discussions to bring this, bring nurse coaching and holistic nursing in to support staff and just optimize that patient experience as well. Hey, hey, quick detour from the episode. We wanted to let you know that our next training is starting soon and there's still time to enroll. You get everything you need to become a board certified nurse coach a world-class learning experience, expert mentorship, and access to the most amazing community of like-minded nurses. We have a limited number of spots left and our courses always sell out. So if you've been thinking about becoming a nurse coach, don't wait. The next start date is right around the corner and we don't want you to miss it. Oh, and one more thing. If you're looking to 10X your practice, check out the 2024 Nurse Coach Conference. It's going to be an epic gathering of hundreds of powerful healers as we all come together to elevate our practice and transform healthcare. Tickets for the 2024 Nurse Coach Conference are on sale now and we can't wait to see you there. All right, now let's get back to the episode. Christina, you know what I love about you is you have this just deep fearlessness to be able to just go talk to anybody. I think as long as we've known you, you've had this this real desire to serve main as we were using the word mainstream nurses, but like essentially nurses who are working inside of hospitals, organizations, clinics, right within 
the context of the system as opposed to like maybe starting a private practice or something like that, right? Is that what you mean when you say mainstream? Right, right. The nurses who are in more traditional roles, uh, you know, they're leaving college and getting right into bedside um, or direct patient care. So you built this practice, right? And, and the practice is humming along right now. And so I want to touch on a kind of a couple of different pieces there, if it's okay. Yeah. Why do you feel like it's so important to bring in the nurse's personal life while coaching them around their work life? Because I mean, you said, yeah, we work inside of their patients and inside of their work life as well, but we start with like kind of their personal life and, and the fusion of the two. So why do you feel like for you and the the process that you guide your clients through, that that's such an instrumental component for their overall performance and well-being as like a professional nurse. Nursing sometimes consumes us to be this identity, right? We are caregivers and we give and we give and we give and it becomes depleting because we want to so much. We want to give. That's what we got into this profession for. I focus on the person because it's not the skill set that makes them an incredible nurse. It's the person that executes the skills. It's the person that walks in the door of the hospital and it's the person who interacts with the patient. It's so important for nurses to recognize who they are and the strengths that they have that drive out those skills that bring about their critical thinking, to be proud of the driven personality or the ability to be empathetic. That personal approach builds up the R word, right? The resilience (laughs) that nurses are most typically hating because organizations are like, you're so resilient. And they're like, you're not helping me to be though, actually. (laughs) Right, right. Like, give me the tools. Let me know what that even means. Um, But it's the person. It's the person within. Uh, It's the person that, and it's so important because when we're giving and giving and giving, it carries over to the people we love so much. It's affecting relationships. It's leading down to divorce. Some of my clients were actively going through a divorce that they didn't even feel great about. You know, it's being carried over into the role they play as parent because they've given and they've given and they've given, but they can't take it out at work. So they're taking it out in their home life or they're taking it out on their self by, you know, binge eating or uh, frequent one is active drinking frequently, you know, and these are behaviors that they recognize aren't necessarily in alignment to who they want to be as a person, but that burnout from the workplace is just affecting so many different areas. When they work with me, they don't always know that, right? They're coming to me more for professional goal, professional satisfaction, and we start uncovering how impactful the job has been on their life. Uh, And yeah, I support building them up internally so that they can drive that connection to their role as a nurse. Really beautiful of Christina. And I'm, I'm stoked that they have you. Um, and as I can very quickly and, and readily admit that one of my most frequent coping mechanisms and same with anybody that almost anybody that I worked with within 
at least the ER. Um, I, I didn't stay in the ICU or CVICU long enough really to um, go out too often there with, uh, with those peeps, but it was drinking. Like that's how we bonded. That's how we coped. Like we would have the most crazy day and you'd go out for beers with friends. And it wasn't like it varied, right? But it's it's such a common coping mechanism because like we never had any, in all of my years of working at the bedside, in all the crazy stuff that I saw and all the like physical and, and verbal assault that I experienced, in addition to like all the day-to-day stuff that we expect as nurses, you know, the death and the pain and the suffering, like I never had any debriefs, like, or counseling or coaching. Like how crazy is that? Um, it, it actually, like in upon reflection, it's kind of strange, um, that that exists as a model. So I am just so stoked that these nurses have you because, um, the work that you're doing, I believe is not only impacting them, but because they're in leadership so often, right. That's going to influence the whole culture of their workspace, um, to be able to kind of like have that true they're going to show up differently as leaders, right? They're going to walk in, as you said, as the person who walks in, it's not just the skill set, but it's the person who embodies that skill set that really is able to um, just make that change inside of the system. So I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The most recent uh, data that's come out, 92% of nurses are reporting burnout at some level. And over 50% of new nurses who come into the bedside are leaving within the first two years. That's heartbreaking. First two years, over 50% are leaving the bedside. And that's heartbreaking for a profession that I love. You know, there are a lot of nurses who connect to the bedside. They love the bedside and they're leaving because that joy has been stripped from them. And I'm like, well, you deserve to have that back again. You know, I love the idea of promoting wellness and wanting a healthier living and healthier population. Sick care is not going anywhere right now. As much as we're as a nurse coach population doing so much to change that, it's still here. And our nurses who love their role as a bedside nurse deserve happiness. They deserve to have a fulfilling career. So you mentioned, you know, being fearless and going to these organizations and promoting my work. But there's a lot of fear with it. There's a lot that I am diving into that is scary. You know, it's trying to manage my life of being a wife and a mom of four while trying to get into this bigger space. And there's rejection and there's dealing with other fear. You get into the bigger business that's not human connection as much anymore. Business doesn't connect with business. There's no human uh, point there. So it's like learning this whole new element. And I had to sit with, hey, fear is not bad. I don't want to be a fearless leader because fear is so beautifully attached to courage and bravery if you allow it to be. And that requires choice. If I'm fearless, I'm just going. I want the fear to give me an option of a choice to take in my life and move in the direction that I want. So to me, when I have fear, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm on the right path. Something is right here. There's something on the other side that I believe in or I want bad enough. Now it's time to choose what do I need 
to make that happen? What do I need to move forward? So you've been building for the last year, right? You've been building up all of this stuff. So you're, you're mentoring, you are learning from nurse leaders, you're talking to HNA, HNCC, you're building all of this. You're going to these roundtable discussions. You're talking with who you, who you're in talks with these days, like colleges, organizations, universities, CNOs, um, leaders of professional development, nurse clinicians. What's your big, like, big vision? Like, if, if you wouldn't mind sharing, like, what's this? Because if, if you're so, I mean, for me, it's intimidating to go have those types of conversations sometimes, right? If I'm not adequately prepared or, um, or if I get in my own head, right? The fear is definitely going to start wrapping up. And what you mentioned and is that, you know, fear is often like an indicator of something that we want even more. So what's that thing that you want even more in your personal, like the personal way that you are choosing to explore the realm of nurse coaching? What's that thing that you want more that's allowing you to go to these discussions, even in spite of fear and allowing you to show up like courageously? When I think of the big picture, nurses are the one profession that affect communities all over the world. Every single community is affected by a nurse. They come into contact from birth through death with a nurse almost always at some point in their life. And how powerful is that thought? That literally every single community in the world has has a nurse that can make a difference in their life. That's yeah, a lot of power. When you say that. Yeah. That is a lot of power. So the big mission is for nurses to step into that power and feel fulfilled and take ownership of the direction of care that we're offering communities everywhere. Imagine how communities could thrive if nurses had fulfillment and connection to their profession and the work that we do. The world could thrive literally in the hands of nurses. That's the big dream. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think um, <laughs> there are, I know there are so, so many nurses um, who feel the same exact way, Christina. And I'm stoked um, that you are driving towards that mission in such kind of like a methodical way as well. You know, like you have spent years doing the work. So you've put in the time and effort becoming masterful as a nurse coach in private practice, in working with individuals, working with groups working with leaders, like slowly working your way up the ranks of leadership, like coaching people at higher and higher levels of leadership inside of organizations. And then you went through this whole other journey um, to embolden yourself and educate yourself around all this other work. Like, how's this vision for you always been there? Um, I seem to remember in part some of it, but like, has that vision been there in some way, shape or form for this kind of entire journey? Or has it kind of like taken shape and more clarity um, over the years? I've always been connected to the nursing profession and wanting to see the evolution of what our profession has to offer that's just different than what it is now. But it's definitely grown and had clarity as I've gone on. As a new business owner, I had a lot to learn, right? I mean, I was like, hey, let me start here and jump over there. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's not going to work. Like, I got to do this in steps. <laughs> got it. Yeah. Slow, slow and steady, right? <laughs> I um, know that one. I, 
reached out to big time CEOs, taking them out to lunch, taking them out to dinner. I sent this gentleman out of state a YouTube video because he wasn't answering my emails. And I'm like, just click on this link and watch this quick video. And it was me. And I was like, hey, this is why you need me. You need to talk to me. <laughs> I need some support. <laughs> and um, just like the more conversation I had, the more clarity I can remember sitting at sitting at a dinner table with this CEO of a large hospital network. And I said, I need mentorship. I need I need support. I need to understand more of what's needed on the business side. And she's like, Christina, it's pretty basic right now. COVID has changed everything. Everything we knew to be true in leadership, we don't even know anymore. Help us with that. So it was like I needed those. I needed that feedback. So it's been a long journey, but it's also been fast and furious and exciting. And I would say I'm, yeah, every day gets clearer and more connected and more possible. Thanks for sharing that because I think it's important to know sometimes it's easy to see this version of you and to just assume that this has always been who you are and your practice has always been the level of success it's at and that you've had no problem going to these roundtables. Well, clearly you've had no problem like reaching out to CEOs at any given moment and sending them YouTube videos. But I think it's really useful to see that journey and like the tenacity and what happens when, you know, you just show up for yourself over and over again and don't get bogged down because of rejection. Uh, like it seems like in just that little story you shared, you, you know, had multiple moments of rejection come up. Um, and that's just like part of it, right? It's just part of building the thing that you want to build. Yeah. I mean, I can remember sitting on a call with you four years ago and I'm like, you know, I have no paying clients. What do I do? <laughs> and I was like looking at you like, all right, he's going to give me the answer. Like there is an answer to this and he's going to give it to me on this call. It didn't happen. It was more of like, what are you trying to create here? Like, what's the first step of creating that vision? Um, and I can remember my first client, I was so excited that she wanted to work with me, but I was so afraid that she was going to say no. I charged her $250 for four sessions. Damn, that's a $250 steal. $250 for four sessions is a steal, right? And it was the it's hardest. Like 55 bucks a session, yeah. <laughs> it was the hardest, most fulfilling work that I had done uh, at that point, And I was so proud of it. I was so proud of it. And it took me a while to get that though. It took me a while to get that. And then once I received that yes, after hard work and trying to create my message, I was like, okay, I can only grow from here. I can only go up. So yeah, this has not always been this way, especially because there's personal life, right? I can't just be all about business. I have little humans to raise and, you know, a husband I like to connect with and social life, trying to keep my plants alive. <laughs> it's not all business, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember that conversation and that was one of those moments where you were, you you were doing the thing that entrepreneurs want to do, which is like jump, you know, leap, leap ahead 
um, without like starting with the absolute basics. And so um, I love that, you know, you started with one client, 250 bucks, four sessions, practically giving it away, but not at the same time, you know, at the same time, like that 250 bucks, I imagine kind of was like an internal shift for you. I know my first sale was like, holy smokes, like, let's go. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like right. a life-changing amount of money, but it was a life-changing experience to be able to enroll somebody who said yes to the journey of like working with me. So, right, Christina, how do you manage um, four kids, husband, social life in conjunction with practice, um, mentoring yourself, educating yourself, going to all these round tables? Like, how do you fuse those two worlds together? Like, how's it work? Trial and error initially, uh, you know, trying to learn the system of boundaries, you know, before I was a mom who would go to work. And when I came home, I could be a mom. You know, here I'm a mom who also has to go upstairs to her office and um, make my own work hours. So I recognized that the life that I was trying to create personally, I had to live now right? Connecting with my kids, being present, being around the family that I want to be. I need needed to take that action now because in the times that I wasn't in alignment personally in these past four years is when I experienced the biggest burnout as a nurse coach professionally. If I didn't have that alignment in my personal life, caring for my kids in the way and the presence that I wanted to, the burnout professionally hit me quick. And I've experienced that twice in the past four years where I had to slow down and recognize, like, what am I in this for personally? You know, I have that big professional mission, that something that feels bigger than me that I hope continues on long after me. But I have also the here and now, and that matters most. And it's just like a lot of communication. Nurse coaching changed my life personally. A lot of communication. It's it's connection with my husband, knowing that we're in this as a team and these little people are communicating back with me. You know, my son is like, mom, I think you're getting angry right now. Do you need to take a deep breath? I'm like, yeah. Like, and sometimes I just sit at these little Thanks, people and I'm like, all right, I'm doing something right here. Like, awesome. I'm pretty proud of you. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love when kids call you out like that and call you to your higher self. It's kind of a bizarre experience, but it is. Uh, that's fantastic <laughs> that you are like bringing those simple, like, but powerful techniques to your family, Christina. So interesting there, you know, I think a lot of times in the, in the Nurse Coach Collective, like we talk about the importance of putting self first. And I think like a lot of nurses are surprised when they start going through the course of like, whoa, like this is kind of a lot about me. Um, and it's, you know, and then we get to the learning of the health and wellness coaching and lifestyle coaching and all those things together. But it starts with our ourselves because, you know, that's how we get to show up powerfully. And thank you also for expressing like that. It's There's also a potential to burn out as a nurse coach if you're, if we're not careful and taking care of ourselves, you know, I've experienced that myself personally as well. And it's this, it's exactly what you said. You, you nailed it so well. It's, you know, when I was not taking care of myself or when I was like skipping my workouts or like I stopped eating well and I, I neglected like my personal relationships, all of a sudden, like it starts to build over here. And then like, there's not much you can do in the professional realm before the two just kind of end up on a collision course. And you right. got to like 
lay in bed for a few days and think about (laughs) how the hell did I get here, right? (laughs) Right. Boundaries are freedom. Boundaries are freedom. That's so freaking true. Yeah. I'm biased to the nurse coach collective community, right? Because I went through this program, but we are people together. And in my times of burnout, I have had colleagues who are friends from multiple different collectives along the way who are there for me. They get it. They speak my new language in this role as nurse coach to center me, help me ground myself. And um, I always say the community, you know, when I talk to other nurses, when I talk about the collective, like community, (laughs) the community, you you and Heather put so much intention into it from the beginning. It's a beautiful, well-running machine now. Like there is connection, there is support, there is validation. You are seen, you are heard. And it there's no there's just comfort. And so in my role as mom, I've leaned into the community. And in my role as nurse coach, I've leaned into the community. And I always try to make sure that I give to the community as well and just connecting and talking and being that support because that's helped me. That has carried me in times that I've been burnt out or I've been tired or I've, you know, needed to tap into some creativity or I just needed a laugh. Like some of the social media reels that get sent my way have me cracking up for like days to come and I'm sharing them with everybody but it's like that's from my nurse coach community (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that yeah and it's so important you know I think to give to the community because then they're there when you need to receive you know and I think it's just like the uh, act of like going through the training of the nurse coach collective we talk about that right we talk about um, you're going to get out of this what you give and the same is true of the collective. Yeah, even like the free community that we have, like there's so much value to be obtained there just by being around other nurses, nurse coaches who are doing the thing. And as you said, speaking that new language, because it's also, it's a language, it's a, like a new set of words and a new set of communication techniques, but it's also a new way of being, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like a new way yeah. of like showing up in your life and your practice. And I really just think it's for me, uh, kind of like the pinnacle of what it means to be a nurse in, in so many different ways. This is just, you know, a whole other side of the profession. Like I said, you have that biomedical science-based space of the profession that has become what the, you know, the system has become that in the profession. And then suddenly you have green pastures and you can run and play and be creative and be a nurse the way we were intended and still see both sides that we need to when we need to. It's very freeing over here uh, to to give in a way that is from abundance and so deeply serving of communities and, you know, the people. It's just awesome. We have an awesome side here. Love that. Christina, I think maybe that's a reasonably good place to close. Um, and I just want to summarize what you said there, which is that, you know, for any nurse listening um, over here, 
in nurse coach land, there are green pastures. <laughs> There's freedom to like create from abundance and to like to have that fulfillment inside of your practice. And, and if you're careful and in taking care of one's ourselves, like, you know, we can continue to go down this road for many, many years to come. And Christina, you are just like kind of like proof in the pudding and uh, crushing it in so many different ways. And um, I can't wait to see like how these past four years of training and devotion uh, to your practice and to getting better and better is going to allow you to like serve that huge big mission of bringing holistic nursing and nurse coaching to mainstream colleges, uh, to mainstream organizations, to start to bring that pendulum back to the center um, from you know straight sick care to a more hybrid approach that allows nurses to be fulfilled and our patients to um, start to prevent, treat, and reverse some of those chronic diseases that are so prevalent. Thanks Christina, for anything me, else that you want to say? Anything else that you want to leave our community with? Yeah. If you're watching and wondering, join us. We are open arms to accepting more and more people into this space. And if you already are in this space, like keep doing you because you're killing it. And yeah, the world needs us. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nurses, nurse coaches, thanks so much for joining in here today. Nurse coach Christina Bosworth, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. It's been awesome um, spending this time with you. And y'all, we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, head on over to nursecoachcollective.com where you can start your journey to becoming a nurse coach and get in on the most transformative specialty in nursing create more freedom and fulfillment in your career and connect with some of the coolest nurses on the planet. We've got a free training and tons of resources to help you get started. So go to nursecoachcollective.com. That's nursecoachcollective.com.